better than Taylor Sterling in every aspect, mentally, physically, emotionally. Every time I fight, nobody wants to miss it. I'm just fun. I'm gritty, I'm nasty, I'm scrappy. Like, I feel like I'm gonna, they say sunner, but I'm a daughter her. Taylor Sterling probably will not want to be a bare knuckle fighter after I'm done with it. I like to fight, you know, I'm not somebody that backs up too much. I like to put the pressure on somebody. I like to land clean, hard shots. I'm not afraid to get into a gunfight. It's kind of how I like to think of myself, tough heavy hitter. He wants to sit there and be a, a power puncher, and we just gonna have to go with this more explosive power puncher and myself. I'm gonna be faster than you, stronger than you, and 100% I'm coming out that fight looking way better than you. Prepare to go to sleep. Oh, we're here. <laughs> hey, look, Rob, we're here. <laughs> it's Brian Sosha. We are live from Satellite 5. Are you just live? saw, I think so, I don't know. It's fight week this week. We're coming off of fight week. So much to get into today. All jacked up from London. We got our football jerseys on. Loving it, man. I'm loving the gear, dude. Uh, I think it's great. Really cool gear. There's still limited edition gear, by the way, at bkfc.com. A lot of cool stuff. But so much to get into today, so much to unpack. Amazing card, amazing atmosphere in London. Thank you, London. Uh, and then we're going to talk about Albuquerque coming up this weekend. Mm -hmm. It's fight, 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 one after another. And they're all great. Nonstop, brother. <laughs> and check this out. So from the England card, mm -hmm. we have Connor Tierney coming on, the rising star that he is who was in the co-main event, defeated the animal, the lunatic, the, the, the hitman. Joe Elmore. Yeah, I thought uh, they were going to get in at Wayne's, bro. Did you uh, see that? Well, it's interesting. I want to unpack some stuff I, I know that, that, that hasn't been talked about yet during the interview uh, mm -hmm. with him and Joe. Uh, it's all good stuff, though. That'll be interesting. He's coming on at 12.30, 12.45. Speaking of Albuquerque, we have John the Magician Dotson coming on. Mm -hmm. And a lot to get into with him. He's very excited ahead of his BKFC debut. Uh, I've seen him on other shows. I saw him on Mission Accomplished, or Mike and Miss Show. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was great on there. We've interviewed with him before. The guy's so pumped to be here. That's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to talk about... We're going to recap England first. I think we should do that before we get into it. I know we started a little late here, so we have someone at 1230. Yep. I don't want to run through England, but we should talk about it. We should talk about it. What a show. Let's talk about it, brother. Bro, I, I've <laughs> been waiting for days to talk about this show. Uh, awesome atmosphere. Um, I, I'd never been to London, England. Mm -hmm. I, How was know. the experience, man? I thought it was cool. The first time I yeah. go can go be for a bare knuckle fight. I mean, I, I went to the, the birthplace of bare knuckle for a, my first time for a bare knuckle fight. It was cool. I saw Big Ben. We were out there doing production. You saw I, it on the, the broadcast. Super fan? No, no, no. The other Big Ben. I thought. Uh, I kept, by the way, Big Ben, if you're watching, I know up. you are. We. Ke I kept thinking that when I saw Big Ben. I was like looking for you, like put Big Ben in front of Big Ben. It's too much power like right there. King Kong. He would climb up Big Ben, <laughs> Big Ben and Big Ben. But we we were out there shooting stuff for production, so I got to see that. It was cool. Parliament. I uh, didn't get to do a lot of sightseeing, man. I was there to fight, not the fight, to watch mm -hmm. a fight. If I was there to fight, I'd be in big trouble. Uh, I did have a little bit of the food. I tried some of the food. I had... Uh, Fish and chips? Uh, I, oh, no, that looked gross. Uh, <laughs> the, the fearless president had that one day, and I looked at it, I'm like, I'm good. Uh, I tried, I believe Evan tried it at the same time I did. It was uh, mashed potatoes and almost like a chicken pot pie, but it was a beef pot pie. I liked it, but I was hungry five minutes later. I had mm. indigestion afterwards. It's a big thing. <laughs> Evan, how would you feel about your meal? I mean, you, you ate the same thing I did. Well, yeah, we really noticed the portion difference between European food and American oh, food. fat pigs. I, I, yeah, I went yeah. to dinner and I had a full ribeye and fry or chips, as they say. And then I ordered another steak salad afterwards. And, and <laughs> my waitress looked at me like, you're such a disgusting pig. <laughs> you American. Yeah, man. and I couldn't help. I was starving. It's just it is Let's it is. talk about Evan real quick before we get in the event. Let's talk about we, the first day we got there, all jet lagged, like the entire crew. And mm -hmm. we all went out to get something to eat at a local pub. That's when we oh got the God. same thing. And we're sitting there. And there's all these polite English men and English women, English people in there. Mm -hmm. You know, the 
it's a different culture, a little different. Yeah. And we're in there, and I knew it. And we, Evan and I, were sitting next to her laughing. We're being loud. <laughs> That's so some 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 words that shouldn't be said in, in, in mixed company. Mm-hmm. We're saying all kinds of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. I, we were jet lagged, almost like we weren't drunk, but I felt like I was drunk. Mm-hmm. And Evan and I are like, they're gonna hate us here. It was so quiet. Oh, yeah, it was like it was like five thirty. Everybody just got off work. It's a quiet little pub. So all the American stereotypes well, are absolutely yeah, correct. Well, we created senior, them. It was like, <laughs> yes, it, it was it like eight of us, and Senior and Cranston are yelling at each other. He's like, you fucking motherfucker. Loud. In the pub. And we're like, oh. People are looking at us, and I was like, oh, my God. Evan, right, let's get the hell out of here. We've all got BKFC shirts on. <laughs> we're, the Americans We had to let know we were in town. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it was. I mean, I will say uh, the English people were super cool uh, to oh, me. Dude, I, I saw the crowd and the fans, man. What's a nuts energy, man? It was a lot of energy. Dude, it was like. And we'll get into the main event in a second, but during that, it was the whole fight, the whole the whole Card, week yeah. we were there was crazy. I also want to shout out before I forget. There's a guy on Twitter. Uh, he drives a bus. I want to say his name's Chris, but I don't remember his name. But he's been following me on Twitter. He's a big fan of Sean Wheelock too. Chris, the always, bus driver. And he always, it might not be Chris though. He's got like his name's like Mike Tyson something on Twitter or something. Okay. And he always <laughs> has positive things to say about BKFC. I think he's the biggest BKFC awesome. fan in London. He came, waited till the end, got pictures, and That's he was cool. super cool to meet him. I even let him punch me in the face. I do that a lot <laughs> with fans. I saw uh, Evil Hero, who fought in the influencer fight that we don't okay, talk about he was anymore. There? Yeah, he was there. He was there in front with uh, Kane Trulio or Trujulio, whatever okay. it is. Yep. But I let him Trujillo. punch me. Trujillo. Trujillo. My Trujillo. wife corrected me, too. She's like, learn Spanish, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, thank you for that, Evan. But yeah, they were there, and KSI was there. KSI I mean, was it was there, a who's yeah. who. David Hay. There was tons of celebrities. It was cool. The energy was there. Let's talk about the fight card, at least the top, while we're waiting, the top mm-hmm. couple of fights, because we have a couple minutes till uh, Connor joins us. Uh, I made some notes here, being there live. I mean, again, I've never, I don't fight. I run around mm-hmm. and yell into a mic. I've never sweat so much. I think that uh, if you look at, first of all, Jake Boswick over uh, Chris Fishgold, and that's, that's great. W brings it home. Yeah, J- Jake's been a great fighter for us, so it was exciting to see him be able to go back there and get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mick Terrell defeats Sam Shoemaker, man. You know, uh, that was like Here's shocking. highlights for you, boys. Here's, yeah, we'll talk over the highlights. I mean, bottom to top is the start. Oh, we're going through the first fight. Thank you for that. We call Evan Answers. <laughs> Look at oh, that. It's there frozen. you go. That's a slow-mo highlight. That's a fast-mo oh highlight. What is this, the app? All right, let's talk about <laughs> Yeah, it's the old app, dude. Uh, not the new app. I, yeah. The new app did very well this time, by the yeah. way. Yeah. No, everything is uh, everything's running smooth. So top to bottom, great card. And, and you know, you can watch all these guys throughout the, the, the highlights here that we're showing. But, this I mean. Is, uh, John Hick. John, the, the one, one of the best names. Birmingham. Han- He's a Birmingham boy. Hands of Brick, John Hick. One of my favorite uh, fighting names. I told him that when I saw him. Yeah, that was a great fight. Yeah. I like this guy. This guy's his last name's Round. His nickname was One what, More Round. That was my second favorite, David. <laughs> one More Round. So much, such great nickname. I'm a big fan of the nicknames. You let me know if you want us to skip ahead or anything. Well, yeah, I mean, get 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 to the yeah because we're gonna go straight into yeah. Boswick and then beyond if all we right. can. Move us up to uh, all the fight fans can watch the entire card. Yeah, all we can't give away everything now. for free. BKFC. Look, you put too many dots in there now. Love. Too many on, dots. Man. <laughs> BKFC.com. Yeah, watch that card. So we were talking about, uh, we talked about Jake Boswick earlier. Good there. good win for him. And then Mick Terrell, Sam Shoemaker. They just popped out. Yeah, oh, here we wait, go. We're back to Jake. <laughs> here we go. There's Jake. Yeah, Jake got caught right there, man. I thought he was going to go down. Whew. Mm. 
Jake Boswick, I'm not sure if you watch podcasts at all. You and I need to go sneaker shopping, homie. I love the style, brother. <laughs> he does have good style. He does. I'm dead serious. What a gentleman, too, outside when you see him every time he's... Boswick has been working on that clinch, man. Oh, yeah. You can see it. Yep, there he goes again. I'm telling you, man, he incorporated that. Executed an amazing game plan right. for this fight. We'll get back to the highlight. We got Tierney in uh, a couple minutes. We got Senior and <laughs> oh, Nate no. on the show here. There, so he there he is. Hey, wave. Wave to the camera in there. There's pick, one in there. Pick a camera. Already. Pick one. There Find a camera that loves you. What's up, everybody? Find a, put your head in there. <laughs> put your face in front of the camera. Or Find a camera that loves you. He's going in there now. There he goes. Come Switch on in. To him. What we, got a, we got a seat. Come in the lights. Get a seat. <laughs> you want to sit down with us? Speak loud. Uh, great show so far. We what got Connor Tierney coming on, right? Connor yeah, Tierney? we, we do. Got Tierney. Look at that. We got compliments from the boss. Can we get a raise, boss? Where'd you guys get them shirts? Oh, that's my raise. I took it from the merchandise. Yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah, get yourself <laughs> yourself some leftover uh, <laughs> BKFC jerseys. <laughs> I don't care. I think mine's the best. You guys, this, this is just they're pretty they're, cool. I love it, man. They're like the, the real uh, jersey material. This too. is the most ADD office I've ever worked in in my life, by the it's way. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like we're, okay. Now coming up, we're going to show uh, one of our favorite moments from the night: the uh, Sweet Caroline uh, chant. Where's Sam Shoemaker? We're in order. God damn it! Yeah, I was going to bring up Sweet Caroline. Around. We're going to bring Sweet oh Caroline up. God. They don't listen to us. Incredible moment. You can see it. So nothing like that. And seniors there. Good. I'm glad you're still there for a yeah. second. Jam-packed house. And, and I was blessed enough, lucky enough, Rob, to be in center ring with uh, with Nelson, Dave, and Jeff Houston while that was going on. So we were right in the center of it all. And yeah. I looked at Dave at one point. I might have even taped it. And I was like, Dave, how cool is this? Dave, hop on the mic real quick. Just talk. What a here. moment, right? Come on a chair. Talk into that mic. Chair. Are you coming? Come in and talk on the mic for a second. Yeah, grab a chair. But uh, Sit for a that guy, so the guy who posted that video. I got the chills. Oh, here we go. Sweet Somebody give me a goddamn chair. Sweet Caroline man. came on, and the crowd was singing it. Chair so corner, it's so like funny because I was like, I heard that when when you play Sweet Caroline at a at a before a main event in a boxing match, that the crowd goes nuts. So it started, and I. It started and they were. You could hear a pin drop, and I went to. I remember going to Nelson. Uh -oh. I'm like, oh, I hope these fucking guys. I hope these fucking guys sing. Like, what the fuck happened? Then all of a sudden, they all went at it. And I swear, man, I got the chills. I was like, holy shit, this is an unbelievable moment for our company. It was great, man. It was a great, great experience in London. I mean, just phenomenal. The second half of the card was unbelievable. Great fights, and then of course, the the, the infamous sixth round. Oh. Yeah, we didn't even get into the main event yet. That's that's a speak on real quick because you, you, you built speak this on thing. That. Speak on that and the event as a whole was incredible. But as far as you helped all of us building this company, I mean, what an achievement for us! Well, absolutely, look, man. Honestly, man, like I I, I break you guys' balls a lot. Like we got to get this done, but I also take care of you guys. And as you know, that this thing is getting done, and everybody's getting taken care of, and everybody's going to be happy. But yeah. Okay. Put that aside. <laughs> Put that aside for a second. Um, the the just like changing people's perception. That's what I love, yeah. right? When we did Cancun, and I went around to all the fans there with that interpreter. And by the way, I'm going to get into another story why I'm why I'm afraid to go to Cancun now in a second. Going around to the other to all the fans, and they were going, 
boxeo no more, singuante, singuante, singuante is clean fist. So mm. singuante, singuante. I went around to these fans afterwards. They were like, that was the best combat sport event I've ever saw in the UK. So we changed the minds of a lot of people because a lot of people, they do bare knuckle boxing over there, but smaller shows, some mm -hmm. in, in barns, some in haystacks and things like that. Cool, fun, but not to the, to the level that we did in everybody's perception change and it was just really really unbelievable doing that and seeing that you know as as it unfolded the whole night and then we got into the, obviously the sixth round was just incredible it was like you know junior as you know junior is like like he's the most business serious guy that we have here and he's not really smiling too much because he's trying to get shit done he's psychotic. and he was like <laughs> yeah yeah sixth round like it was just unbelievable like we couldn't have scripted it any better it was just yeah. it was really truly unbelievable it was it was an awesome moment for us. Scripted it like you could script it, like it wasn't scripted though. Just so the the, the viewers. Oh no! I mean, I, I'm saying <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah. Have, like I wish, like if we wrote it out, it's the same thing I did on the on the first event. I actually said that in the post fight interview with Sean and Chris. I said, if I could have wrote out how this thing would end, the first event we ever did, it mm -hmm. would have been have a fight at a night, have a great women's fight, have a great knockout, mm -hmm. and it happened. And this one, it was like have some really great wars, have a good knockout. Have some, you know, showcase some some guys and have the main event go an extra round. Like, yeah, unbelievable. It couldn't yeah. happen any better. Yeah, um, I was reading some of the comments. Some people, you know, disagreed with the decision. Some people said that it didn't go down in the first. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I thought it was a very close fight. So he went down in the first. Definitely absolutely went down, went down in the first 10 eight round. Did Mike Perry get dropped in the second round? Questionable. It is questionable, yeah. and maybe he did. And if he did, and if the judge, if the referee scored that a knockdown, the judges scored it that way, then it would have changed the outcome in a fight. Could have. Absolutely. I actually didn't watch the replay because I've just been in fast-forward mode the whole mm -hmm. entire time. But, I mean, I saw it as it was a 10-8 round the first round, and then the second, third round definitely went to MVP. The fourth round was a little closer. The fifth round, I thought Mike Perry edged it. So yep. in my in my opinion, it was a coin flip, right? It really mm -hmm. could have went either way. But it's kind of how did you judge that that knockdown the second round? And I didn't see it, but when I say it, I'll be honest. If I thought thought it was a knockdown, mm -hmm. I'll say I'll say they got it wrong. And if I if I didn't, I'll say they got they got it right. I'll be I'll be honest with everybody. Well, MVP went on, and I saw it on a YouTube short that he literally underestimated. Mike Perry. He said that himself, that he underestimated Mike Perry, and he obviously shouldn't. So class from start to finish, right? That was mm -hmm. just ultimate class from start to finish. Said, look, I, I think he posted yesterday on his Instagram. He's like, I didn't get the decision. I lost mm -hmm. this one. I'm going to figure out and how to get back and, and do better. I mean, just a class too, but I mean, let's talk about Mike Perry's chin for a second. Like, the, the, the punches that MVP unleashed on him. I was like, wow, I didn't know this guy was that good of a striker with his hands. Mm -hmm. He was unbelievable with his hands. Yeah. And Mike Perry ate them. He got wobbled a little bit, but he ate them and kept coming forward. But MVP was just fantastic. His team was fantastic. His skill was fantastic. But more than that, because everybody questioned his heart. And his heart was stellar, like unbelievable heart. He just fought his ass off and kept fighting all throughout that sixth round. I mean, I couldn't have asked for anything more from both of those guys. Is it safe to say the best main event in BKFC history? I think, I mean, is it the best? Was it the the most um, anticipated and did it have the greatest ending in a, in a main event? Absolutely. It, it just was 
what we needed for a company, making our debut in London in front of all those people over there that were waiting for something epic to happen. Something epic happened. That was awesome, man. We have Connor Tierney is going to be joining us in about a minute. I think we have him on the line. I want to get his take on it, his take on Joe Elmore, you know, going into that fight. Uh, so if we can bring him in, I think Brian is building something in the corner, I'm some sorry, kind of contraption. Sorry, I'm setting up. I was moving cameras around. Tierney's here. Ready, Connor? Get ready. Connor's sure, coming Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hold it. Boom. There's Connor. Hi, Connor. Can you hear me? There he is. Doesn't he look like he's been in a bout? Hey, 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 what were you, in a model, modeling shoot? What happened? You don't even look like you're in a fight. You're a fine young lad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear anything. I'm going to need headphones get, somebody. I don't get hit much, do I? <laughs> well, I'm, I, I can't hear you, Connor, but I'm just going to say, man, you, you, uh, you fought with absolute class, absolute skill. You're a star in the making. You were respectful the whole way. Um, you know, you, you did what you had to do to promote the fight, and you came out knowing that you wanted to be one of the top stars in this company, and I think your future is very, very bright for us. Yeah, thank you, Dave. I just want to say I uh, appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be co-headline on such a massive event in England because um, it's escalating my profile right now. And, um, you know, even just the performance I've done against Joe with the with the boxing skills, the footwork, you know, it's opened a lot of eyes on my profile right now as, uh, one, you know, becoming one of the most talked about uh, as an entertainer and as skillful as I am. So, I, you know, I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh Anytime, I mean, you delivered, right? And that's what we ask you to do. I'm just curious, um, aside from your fight for now, let's just take the whole event. Um, what's the reaction from the from the British fans right now about BKFC? So I've just spoke to someone outside um, who pulled up and said, I watched the whole event for BKFC, and then I watched the Andy Joshua card. And they said that they actually felt like they'd wasted money pulling the Anthony Joshua card after what they'd seen in the BKFC card. And going forward, that BKFC is something they want to see more of now. Um, I've had this so much. A lot of people um, who come to watch me, especially people that I work with, work colleagues, I'd never seen bare knuckle fighting before, especially in the flesh. And they were literally like gobsmacked. They was amazed by it. Every fight was 50-50. There was blood. There was wars. There was warriors. And um, it really made an impact on everyone here. And just goes to show that, you know, it's the biggest, fastest growing combat sport in the world. And right now, you know, number one in the UK after its debut. Just goes to show how far it's going. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, thank you. Like I said, I'm actually going to jump out of here. But... Thank yeah. you for being class the whole way through. Thank you for fighting your ass off. Thank you for giving the fans what they wanted. I know Joe, um, Joe Elmore was right there and tried the whole entire time, tried to find you the whole entire time. We just couldn't, you know, just couldn't catch you. But um, what a tremendous co-main event. And, you know, I just see, uh, you know, start, keep wearing your sunglasses because I think you got a really bright future. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Don't trip. Thank you, senior, for making us uh, rearrange the entire room. Just to as, 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 the, as the viewers can see, that was completely unexpected. I didn't know Dave was even so here. We're when we're live, man. We had fun in here. <laughs> that was fun. That was great trying to hook the mics up just not to use them. So, <laughs> Connor, what's up, bro? Oh, I'm good, you. I'm great. I, I think you heard when I uh, when I signed on there. When you signed on, you look like you're at a modeling shoot. You don't look like you're in a fight. And to be in a fight with Joe Elmore, like and look like this. I mean, that that just proves right away. Boom, Connor Tierney's here. He's ready to go. I mean, He's doing something right. You felt that way, I'm sure, coming out of that fight because uh, I think that you have the potential to be. We've said this before on the show. One of the biggest stars in BKFC in your building. We've seen you once, Jeremiah yeah. Riggs. Now we've seen Joe Elmore. 
And I, I just speak on that. I know that means a lot to you too, to solidify your legacy, to be a big star for BKFC. I'm sure you feel the same way. Yeah, of course. You know, I absolutely love BKFC. Um, you know, I'm so glad I made the move. I come over to test myself. The level's a lot higher than what I've had before. And um, I'm, I'm coming into, you know, I'm 27 years of age. I'm 28 in a couple of months, you know. I'm coming into my prime, and a lot of these guys are out of their primes now. And um, I'm just, I'm levelling up every fight. I'm getting more intelligent every fight. Uh you know, I, I didn't get, and this is no offence to Joe, because Joe's a tough guy, but I didn't come out of third gear in that fight. Um, my footwork was just too good, you know, my movement, my head movement, and I proved, you know, I was in the clinch with him. I fought back with him in the clinch, do you know what I mean? And I took some good shots, you know, and I, and I handed out some good shots. So I just think every every fight now levelling up, you know, I was class against Riggs, I was class against Almore. Mm -hmm. You know, I can only see, obviously title contention next stuff so we'll see, well, see what the i'm sorry go ahead i mean to cut you off please no no i was just gonna say we'll, we'll we'll see what obviously dave's got next for me right now i'm gonna you know um have a rest going uh to dubai with my partner you know and, and and chill out for a bit and then when i come back i'll start thinking about what's next for me okay well we're looking to see what's next and you mentioned your birthday's coming up a couple months what month is your birthday when's your birthday uh, November the 9th is my birthday, so I'll be 28. I'm just trying to help you out because I noticed when I was there ringside watching you fight, you had this contingent of female fans. They're probably all going to send you gifts now. They were all dressed to the nines. They were all, ho, 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 Connor, Connor, Connor. You're like huge there, man. Uh, so I wanted to help you out with that. Now, let's talk about how uh, you, you were you were talking going into this fight about a lot of different things. One, yeah. you kind of mentioned that about Joe, and, and you mentioned that uh, – before you said that Joe, you know, he wasn't as on the same level boxing as you kind of thing like that. Now you said you didn't come out of third gear, but you had asked for this fight. So when the fight ended, of course you won, but other than that, leading up to the win, was this the fight you thought it would be? Was it harder? Was it, I don't want to say easier, but where was your mind at there? Um, it changed a lot of things. So we changed for a come forward fighter. Um, and he didn't. If you notice, when we went off the off the off the scratch mark, bang! I was off. I was moving mm -hmm. at angles, and mm -hmm. he didn't follow me. And then, like the first round, I found I felt quite difficult. I was just I don't know. He wasn't doing much, so it was like I needed him to be sort of showing me openings and making mistakes, and he wasn't. So I was sort of like thinking, right, I'm gonna have to adapt now and change. I'm quite clever in there. I've got a good ring IQ. So the second round, halfway into the second round, I started to pick my shot, started to get my distance. And then I realised that if I started to move my angles and just carry on moving and stuff, I'll find them little openings. And then when I started to find him, I was catching him and I was tiring him out. And, you know, come third round, I just felt really comfortable. Then everything I was throwing was landing most of the time. Um, but you know what? Joe's really tough and, you know, he's quite intimidating, to be fair. When he's in the ring, he's like a psychopath, you know. I was looking at him and I didn't really want to look <laughs> so at him. <laughs> it's so true what you're saying. Hey, man, so uh, as, as we talk more about this, I noticed something after the fight. I kind of, you know, I, my adrenaline was going. I can't imagine your adrenaline. So after the night was done, I took a little walk, and I feel like I saw you two talking uh, not too long after the fight. It might have been by the hotel or something. Uh, yeah. You guys, I know you guys both did a hell of a job at building this fight but you're both fishermen. You're both fighters. You both have a lot in common. What were you talking about? Was the fight where you're talking about wrangling bass? I don't know. I don't fish. What were you talking about? We were, we were saying about going, I'd like to go over to Atlanta, Georgia and go fishing with him. 
you know, and um, probably spend some time with him and, and you know, and train. The same as what I'd, I'd eventually like to do with Jeremiah Riggs and every opponent that I've been in with, you know, when you share the ring with someone in such a, a brutal sport, you know, you get a, a, a massive respect there that you don't, not, and that I don't think anyone else really understands who doesn't do the actual fighting. Um, so, you know, meeting you guys as well, America being the other side of the world and England being such a, a huge, you know, different country to America, it's really interesting for both parties when we're fighting, you know, to see what our lives are like. And, you know, you, uh, Joe got to come over to London, he got to see a, the English lifestyle and then he said to me, he was like, you know, we'd love you to come over and, you know, and, and do a bit with us. So, yeah, we was chatting and, you know, Joe's a really, really good guy. I, I love him. I actually think he's hilarious, to be fair. He's a soldier, <laughs> but he's funny. He's very, really funny. <laughs> it's so Everything you're saying is 100% true. He's a psychopath, but he's got a heart of gold. He's a wonderful yeah. guy to talk to. I'm glad you got that experience as well. Now, you mentioned uh, at the end of your fight, you did a call out. You did a call out to Luis Baboon Palomino, who uh, mm. is, is historic here. I mean, the guy's on top of the game, pound for pound, number one, double champ. So much going on with him in history. You call him out, and I noticed that he answered back, and he said something to the effect, I think I saw it on Instagram, that you have to get a couple more fights under your belt, and then uh, maybe he'll be interested. Now, uh, that being said, if you're not going for the title next, if that doesn't go your way with Luis, who would you want to see yourself fight next? And don't give me this stock answer of whoever they put me against, I'll battle. I want to know who you would fight next in your mind coming in here. Who would be the best fight for you? Uh, Brito or Nate Diaz. Ah, <laughs> I like how you how you said that in there. Okay. I like yeah, the I'd Diaz, watch, I'd watch let's, either let's, one of those. Let's set that up. Someone call Nate now. <laughs> Forget about the stocks and the slap. He'll get the Birmingham one bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I'd, I'd watch either one of those fights. I'm excited if you get the Luis Palomino fight because I think you guys would be such a fun think, match to watch. Can I just say something? Lu Luis is picking himself up and yeah, listen, Luis is a great fighter, you know, pound for pound, is not it? But at the end of the day, right, he's getting older now. He struggled against Brito in my opinion. I think it was um, very close. You know, he struggled against that. I'm a huge 165 pound. He's seen me against in there against... Um, Elmore, you know, the physical size of me and stuff, you know, and I can box. There's not many guys that are as big as me in 165 that move like me. Uh, and I feel like it's just a, a bit of a calling card to sort of shake the fight off, saying oh, he's going to go back down to 145 because he's got other business. But then I'm hearing him elsewhere saying he's going to start 165. But then all of a sudden I'll come through, you know, make an easy night's work of one of the toughest opponents in 165 and he suddenly wants to go down to 145 and let me fight Brito. If he vacates the belt, then that makes sense. Or if not, it's going to have to be an interim belt. But me and Brito make sense for the two top contenders for 165 you know if Palomino wants to bitch about and you know and say that oh you know I've got to have more fights listen I come from England and I had you know six bare knuckle fights five and one and now I'm seven and one with two for two and oh in big KFC there's not more credentials that I need to be fighting someone like Palomino now do you think he's just making up an excuse for for not fighting you or do you think legitimately he doesn't want this fight legitimately legitimately I don't I'm going to say 70-30 that he doesn't want the fight. I spoke to his coach, Eric Castanas, and, and Eric was uh, praising my footwork up and saying I was a massive 165er that could move, which to me was just said there was a bit of an alarm bell was that they've already studied me in the camp. It got asked by OG not long ago about me and he completely dismissed me and started talking about Chad Mendes, which in my head makes me think, you know, just, just vacate the 165 and me and Brito will fight for it because right now we're the two top contenders. So... It makes sense. I think that'll be a great fight. 
Dude, I think any fight that you're in makes sense for the mm-hmm. fans to watch because you're like a highlight reel. Your footwork, your everything. It's it's just amazing. You're like poetry in motion, man. And it, it was great to see you fight again. We're looking forward to seeing you fight again. And I can't wait for it. But again, any of those fights, I want to see them. I'm sure you want the you really want the Luis fight, get that title at some point. So we're looking forward to see what happens. Hey, man, thanks for making time uh, for us to come on. I know we have a little time difference. I experienced that myself. And by the way, before we let you go, I just want to say I've never been in England. So I flew to England to do mm-hmm. what I do behind the scenes and do some stuff and i remember i asked you last time you're on if it was easier for you to fight at home and you said oh jet lag and i'm thinking ah it can't be that big yo jet lag sucks i could (laughs) i don't know how i would have slept in the ring i would have been knocked out before i went out there i fell asleep looking at my phone i passed out just because i want to know something quickly right yeah because obviously in new york i struggled with with the the the, um climatizing i was getting like three four hour sleeps i didn't i don't all night sleep for a full um, Jeremiah Riggs like it, it was all sketchy and I remember seeing Joe Elmore well I was getting some breakfast in the buffet in the hotel and it was the day of the fight after the weigh and I'm there with all this food like chilling log fresh as the days and he comes down and he just looked knackered and I was like you're right he's like I'm tired man I've been trying <laughs> And I'm there like, yes, he shot. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, hey, Connor, you're awesome. We look forward so, to your future uh, growth. In, in bare knuckle I'm fighting not letting him go yet. Thank you so much. No. Ed, uh, Evan's, I got a question. Evan's, not, Evan's got a question yeah. for you. Connor, how soon do you want to get back in there? How, are you still injury-wise? Are you all right? Are you fresh? Good to go? You look good. Is there anything? Yeah. Obviously, you know, I'm still um, damn right beautiful with a face. <laughs> but... <laughs> But now um, I, I don't know. My hands have my hands have hurt a lot more this time. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'd, I've had any breaks. I haven't gone for an X-ray, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if I've got some small hairline fractures. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know. In terms of being ready, maybe early next year again. So we're talking February time. Okay. It, depending on if the hands are if the hands are okay, probably sooner. But until then, I'm I'm looking at maybe end of Jan. Feb maybe not sure. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's going to be a cracking fight. Yeah, that's around the knuckle mania time. Man. That's, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> oh, I don't man. know if you're tired that's of you that That's need, knuckle mania three, bro. We need to have tyranny and knuckle mania. You got to be there. Get on, the knuckle mania three. I need to be on Knucklemania 3. <laughs> All right, we'll start the hashtag now. There we go. Get him on yeah. Knucklemania 3. I want to see it too, Connor. Again, you're a gentleman. Thanks for treating us so well when you came up when we came over there, and uh, we look forward yeah. to seeing you again. Thank you. Yeah, I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Thank you, my friend. Cheers, mate. <laughs> I learned that when I was there. Man. Excellent sportsmanship. He's yeah, excellent sportsmanship. Both of them, man. Joe and him, they were great. It, mm-hmm. it was it was cool to watch them build the fight. And I mean, you could tell there was some seriousness to that, but you could also tell that they're building a fight, and it didn't matter. It was still great. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, I mean, yeah, camaraderie, yeah. dude. Now they're gonna go fishing together. And I said wrangling. I think it's angling, angling some bass. Angling. I don't know. I don't fish. Do you? Nah, man. I don't need any. Uh, <laughs> you don't catch your, you don't catch your own food. We have a lot of fishermen. I think I think Reggie's dad fishes when he comes to events. Reggie, yeah, every, <laughs> I, I got to learn to fish. All right, so I know we have John Dotson coming up mm-hmm. in a couple minutes. He's in the virtual green room, I think, at some point here. We'll get to talking to him. Uh, I'm not sure if he's ready yet. So while we're waiting, because everything got thrown way off today, which yep. is how it goes when you're live. He's ready. Oh, he is ready. Okay, so. Ready. He needs like, give him two minutes. We're getting him set. This is oh, great. Go this talk. Is, I love it. Do okay, your thing. Okay, I'll keep yakking. So let's talk about, I, I actually want to talk about. Uh, I'm going to talk to you. Oh, God. That po- Now that, he's ready. Oh, you got to be. Because Evan knows you're going to talk to me. You don't, Evan doesn't want to hear what I have to say. All right, we're ready. This is a herky-jerky show if I've ever oh, seen one. Huh? It is. It's not us today. <laughs> for once. For once. I think we're all still like jet, jet lag. lag. <laughs> I'll blame it on that for a week. Okay. I can, I'm going to be two hours difference in Albuquerque, too. I'm going to be out of my mind when I get home. There he is! 
The one and only. The magician. What's up, John Dodson? How are you? What up, you guys? How y'all doing? Oh, Good. Great, How you man. doing, my friend? Thanks for making the time to come on. Oh, no problem, man. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, big fan. I've seen a lot of your interviews. We conducted one uh, earlier on when we were setting up the fight, and I, I love what you have to say. And I'm just going to get to it first. I mean, it's going to be BKFC coming up this weekend, 28 in Albuquerque, making our debut. I saw uh, news clips of you wanting to get on this show because it was in your hometown. You were pumped. And I see the energy coming out of you, and you're going to have that same energy fight night, I'm sure. And, and I'm excited. Just speak on how excited you are to be here with Bare Knuckle. Man, I'm so excited because I get to go ahead and be a flyweight champion. 125 is going to be the home that I want to sit there and have the desire and urge to go ahead and be a champion. So if BKFC is going to give me the opportunity to have a belt around this waist of mine, I know it's kind of skinny right now because, you know, I'm going to cut weight and I have a sweater on because I don't want y'all to see how shredded I look. If the good looking is coming right here, I have to unveil that weigh-ins. We got fighters and also models, two of them today on the show. <laughs> the GQ models here. Thank you for that. Now, if it, you're coming into Bare Knuckle, I've seen your interviews. You're excited to be here. You're, you're probably one of the most excited guys I've ever seen coming in. Uh, speak on why you decided, other than like titles and stuff. I mean, is it just the, the, the pure combat? Why do you want to be here? Why did you come to Bare Knuckle? For one reason. I want to show everybody that I still have that killer instinct. People, people continue, continually doubt me about me being the killer that I once was, the power that I used to have. Oh, I don't drop nobody. In this opportunity, I can go ahead and just showcase my speed and power with just my hands. I was always worried about the jiu-jitsu and wrestling and everybody else doing all the fancy stuff. And then all of a sudden, this came the opportunity where I can just show pure, just pure brutality, just slice somebody up with my knuckles and just continue just hitting them day in and day out. <laughs> I love I love your thoughts on that. I love how I mean you're honest about it. Now you also spoke, I, I believe it was to me, I think it's on the BKFC app. You can watch the spotlight, great spotlight that we did on you. You spoke on finishing Ryan in Ryan in, uh, in the first or second round. Uh, is that still the plan or did you just change it to the first round? Where, where are you at with that? Because uh, I got an after party to go out to afterwards and uh <laughs> let's be honest, I ain't trying to look, have this mug look kind of ugly. So I want to knock him out with the first round, get it done really quick. Now, you mentioned this earlier, and, I, and I, again, I saw this brilliant news piece on you. I think you might have posted it on your Instagram a while back. And one of the things that stuck out to me is that you just want to prove to people that you're still one of the most dangerous strikers out there. And it seems like you're so driven to show the world that, and I understand that, but you speak on that. I mean, you know you are within you. That's within you. How do you feel about that? I know it's within me, and I keep on having myself being self-doubted because I've been going into the higher weight classes, and everyone talks about my record, and I've been letting that feed into me. And then I just realized I need to let's shut them up by doing this. This is going to be the opportunity for me to go ahead and hit this dude a thousand times, breaking his jaw, putting him to sleep, and then have my hand raised and be like, huh? Oh, y'all, y'all witnessed that. You saw this right now. Let's go. I love it. So you, I, I found this stat on you I think is interesting. I like these different kinds of stats. I found a couple. And you tell me. Correct me if I'm wrong because I could be. I'm not always correct. I don't think you've ever been defeated in New, Mex in New Mexico, and I don't think you've ever been knocked out. Is that Both those are true, right? Yeah, but I've actually never been knocked down anywhere. Either. Oh, and where? I've never been knocked out either. That's I've right. never been knocked out, knocked down, never been finished, and I've never lost here in New Mexico. And it's not going to be it's not going to be in your home area, I'm sure, with Ryan. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not going to let the golden boy go down on planes. Hell no. Oh, I'm going to sit there rise through the ashes and start bombing on this dude. So you seem so excited. We talked about that earlier, and I'm sure that the fans watching feel you almost coming through the TV screen or the computer screen, their phone screen, wherever they're watching, they get it. But as far as your debut coming up, I mean, nerves, good or bad, your excitement, I feel like you're reinvigorated. Is that the correct thing to say? I have a new breath of life. 
I want to be able to go out there and get some frustration out because of the fact that my kids are now like, you know, getting to that teenage stage and they want to start talking back. And I just need to like, <laughs> somebody got to pay for their attitude. <laughs> Set them a refresher. <laughs> you have no idea. Oh, I love this guy. So uh, what about as far as uh, you, you've done MMA, you're excellent at that. And you know, you wear the gloves. So I always ask this, anybody come from any type of MMA, you're taking the gloves off. Uh, what's the concern there with getting hit with a bare fist, hitting with your bare fist, everything like that? And are you doing anything differently to train your knuckles? Some guys do, some guys don't. No, I'm not doing anything differently to train my knuckles because I've been doing push-ups without, well, on my knuckles. I've been punching the bag bare knuckle, but that's what I used to do during MMA so I can go ahead and strengthen my, my hands and my wrists. So nothing really changed too much. Like I'm not doing that crazy iron fist or iron Wayne Chung hit the dummies and back award whatever training no i'm just going back into being myself knowing the areas i can hit and making sure i can have more better accuracy i can't be hit landing on top of the head because if i do i'm gonna break my hands immediately so i'm gonna be trying to punch him in his chin very accurately or in his liver how so has how has your training it. changed obviously you're you're not incorporating jujitsu there's no wrestling it's just straight up fighting have you changed your regimen? Have you changed your training structure whatsoever for BKFC? No. Sadly to say, uh, I'm still doing the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. You so, can't change. It might be different rule sets. I just don't understand the rules. It's just you can't take MMA away from me. I just want to keep on doing it, helping out everyone else. I have so many people that have to get ready for their MMA fights and kickboxing bouts. So. I keep on doing the same things. I make sure I help out wrestling, jujitsu, and we just keep on having that thing unwind because, I mean, I'm going to go out there, become a BKFC star, and then the road's going to tell me, take me everywhere else too. Well, you keep saying this, and with all due respect, I mean, a BKFC star, we want to see it. A guy like you is money. I mean, the way you fight, the way you, you, you promote the fights, the excitement you have, but uh, let's be flat out with it. We ask everything. Why, why will you beat him? Why will you beat Ryan? Why would I beat Ryan? Yeah. Won't I or why will I? Why will <laughs> why will you tell me why you will? Well, let's let's go ahead and put it in this way. I'm a heavier power puncher than he has ever been. I'm the strongest dude that you probably can come across, and not only that, my speed kills. I've sat there put down to plenty of people throughout the 125 division and 35s. Everybody that's come to test me has either been a champion, a former champion, or somebody else that is just an aspiring new star. Ryan Benoit has lost the people that, you know. You forgot their name already. Yeah. Demetrius sat there, even told sat there and admitted that I'm the hardest hitter that's hit him behind Rotten. Actually, he thinks I think I hit harder than Rotten, but I mean, one of these days we'll figure that out. Hey, didn't you didn't you uh, match up against Johnny Bedford, who's uh, fights for us in uh, the Ultimate Fighter? And have you spoken to him about coming here? I know you. I don't know if you guys are friends, but I mean, have you? Has there been any talk about coming here? No, uh, you know, me and Johnny don't have the greatest of turns because since I knocked him back to Ohio and he's like part of my highlight reel, so he hates me forever. Okay. <laughs> I, I kind of I thought that might be the case. I just wanted to find out if, if he knew you were coming here, if you got any advice from him or anything like that, if you've ever spoken about it. But uh, that's cool. We're looking forward to seeing what you're doing. Another thing you're doing outside of fighting, which I'm interested in hearing about real quick, is you do, you're like a stuntman in movies? Yeah. That's awesome. What movies have you been in? We can uh, see Crime Monster, The Heart of They Fall. Army of the Dead. Nice. Uh, I've been in the night shift. I played a, a prisoner in Shot Caller. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had been doing a bunch of random stuff. I got blown up a couple of times, but it's okay. 
It's fine. Did you like go to school for that? Shot Caller was a great movie. Yeah, Evan likes it. So they called me in 2006 to because uh, they needed an MMA fighter. Oh. And Demacia Page needed somebody that was around his weight. And he goes, I got somebody perfect for you. And they're like, ah, I don't know. You know, he'll he'll do anything you will ask him. I was like, so he, Demacia brought me in. I was like, hey, what do you want me to do? They're like, all right, so I'm going to sit there. I'm going to take your back. You're going to jump over, do a front flip over me. Then while you're doing that, I'm going to catch you and suplex it on top of your head. I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. Let's do it. And they're like, wait, you just understood what he wanted you to do from what he said? I was like, absolutely. Like, Can you do that? in my sleep and for eight hours we did it <laughs> probably took a hundred thousand suplexes eight hours boom 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 uh, yeah like it was already like two o'clock in the morning we started filming at six and they're like yo he, uh some of the guys were like man he's still getting slammed on top of his head he's like yeah uh, cool. is he all right it's like yeah i'm just safe on one so i just sit there catch it on my shoulders put my arms out be okay to go they're all amazed. It's funny, right? They're like, how do you know how to do this one? You know what you're doing. Yeah, from, got- the, from the stunts to now BKFC, we always have to ask this question. What did your family say when you told them that you were signing? Obviously, your children now, you know, they're of the age. They can go on the internet. They can check out what BKFC is. Did that concern them at all? Is their reaction going to concern you? No, my son already sat there and said, ah, Dad, this is right up your alley. You're way too fast to get hit. I was like, thank you. And then my daughter was like, uh, as long as I get to watch, because I need to go in the ring when you win. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Some motivation there. I said, I better just go in there and win, so I can't lose. Wow. We're looking forward to it, man. I, by the way, everywhere I talk to when I'm talking to people in uh, Albuquerque, you said the name John Dotson. They light up. They know mm-hmm. who you are. You're a legend there, so it's going to be great to watch you fight. I can't wait to hear what the crowd sounds like, and I can't wait to watch your first fight in Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. And, and before we let you go, I have to compliment you. I don't know if you have a gardener or you have – is that a sunflower <laughs> tree or something behind you? What's behind oh, you? No, those are just sunflowers that are sitting behind me. Oh. Like I have a bunch of everything. I have an apple tree, a cherry tree, a pear tree. I have pretty much all my vegetation because I like to bring in life okay. as I know I can keep on taking it out. I, d- awesome. <laughs> oh, I like that. So, so if I if I'm there and I find where you live and I and I take an apple off your apple tree, do I have to? Do I feel your wrath or do I have to ask first? Oh, you can go ahead and go take one. I don't know. <laughs> we have a tons of apples and there's a tons of pears. Like we are a mess like cherry season. So I was all mad about all that because. I had too many bags, and then I saw the price of what people were selling on cherries before, and I was like, man, if I was smart enough <laughs> to sit there and say, hey, buy these cherries for this bag. You can get them for as many as you want. But nope, could have been a millionaire making selling cherries right now. That's all right, bro. <laughs> Don, jo- John Dotson's fruit stand. I can see it in my in my eyes. It's going to be a big endorsement you're going to have after this fight. We look forward to you uh, fighting for us. Again, great time today. Thank you for coming on and making the time. And, and we'll see you real soon, man. And I, I'm not going to eat your pears. Pears are gross, but I'll have an apple. You don't like pears? Nah, my wife made fun of me last night for that, actually. I know. So does I'm, I'm sorry, John. Please forgive me. Rob, do you like pears? I do. I do. Okay. You, so you like one of us now. Then you can maybe give him an apple. <laughs> All right. John Dotson, the Pleasure. magician. Thank you, sir. Making the debut. We can't wait. Coming up this Saturday. Thanks again for coming on. BKFC.com. I can't wait to see him and Ryan. Benoit. That's weird. You don't like pears. So. No, I don't. Yeah. I really don't. You always struck me as somebody who could appreciate a good <laughs> a pear. Good pear. You know? No, no. <laughs> I, like, I like apples. I like oranges. I just started liking bananas a couple of years ago. Bananas? <laughs> I like uh, uh, plums. You just started liking bananas. Yeah. Huh? Peachy. Well, I, didn't, I never loved them. I, now, now I'm, I eat them if they're around, maybe mm. like once in a while. I love a good peach. 
I could eat a peach all day. <laughs> that's such a strange. Who said what movie was that's, that, that from? That Nicholas Cage face yeah, off. Yeah, that's such a strange John Travolta. I man. could eat a peach all day. And let's that's talk so about creepy. John Dotson. I don't want to disrespect him, dude. Talk- Fight of the Night. Well, you know, if I'm not mistaken, at his title shot, his first title shot. He got fight of the night honors at UFC. He's a that warrior. dude's going to bring the excitement. And you can see, I said it in the interview, you could see it. I, every, when I saw him on uh, Mike and Miss show, when I interviewed him mm-hmm. uh, prior to this, some people, I always say, there's fighters that I have to deal with or we deal with, and there's mm-hmm. fighters we work with. He's a fighter we work with. He wants mm-hmm. to be here. He's not just looking for money. He's excited to be here, and he wants to... What do you say? He brings life in so he can take it out? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And, wait, and did, did I hear that correctly? Because we went kind of like fast with the questions. Did he call out Bedford? Did I hear that? No, correctly? I mean, he kind of did, but see, see, I think he might have said that when I interviewed him, too, uh, before about Bedford. I knew that they had a history, it's, so I wanted to see what he part thought. of his highlight reel? Did I hear yeah, that yeah, correctly? I mean, it's kind of an indirect call out, right? It's an indirect call out, I guess. And I think that after he gets his feet wet under this one, I think he's going to be calling out Johnny. I, I got I, I wouldn't mind seeing it again. I just got to see what would happen with that. Um, but I know that coming up, mm-hmm. him, Ryan Benoit, going to be an awesome co-main event. The crowd's going to be yeah. on fire for that. Then the main event, uh, by the way, Killaby. I know her name's Killaby, but mm-hmm. when I did the voiceover, I got some heat. They're like, why are you dropping a hard R? Killerby. That's what I said. Because when you yell like an idiot, it's hard mm-hmm. to kind of, yeah. But it's Killaby, Taylor Starling. And the Misfit, Christine, the Misfit for real. Saturday, man, dude. There's a great uh, ungloved piece, bkfc.com for the app. It's on the mm-hmm. app. I watched it last night. It's interesting to me, and I'm no problem. It's just interesting that Taylor is so emotionally into this. She's so her emotions. She's doing it for her kids. Mm-hmm. She was almost in tears in this piece. It means so much to her. And then you, they switch to Christine Faria. She's like, Taylor's too emotional. I'm not as emotional. Where she, I'm a better fighter, and I mean Christine is convinced. She says she's going to retire her. She no, she said she was going to daughter her because you remember when Luis Palomino mm-hmm. said she was going to. She was going to. She uh, said she's not going to want to fight after. Uh, yeah, her, she's her done. No more yeah, bare yeah. knuckle. Yeah. But then she said, just like Palomino Brito, the whole heat they had there was, mm-hmm. I'm going to son him. He's going to be. He's my son. My son. <laughs> she's going to daughter her. I thought that was good. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that fight. I don't even care who wins. I just want to see the fight. I know that bare knuckle fans feel the same way. That's this Saturday. And not not only that, we should ask John. I forgot on the undercard, mm-hmm. his brother's also fighting. Really? Yeah, I totally forgot till just now. I'm sorry. And he did tell me That's a while cool. ago they have a bet. They have a bet to see. It's like a $100 bet or something. Who's going to knock their opponent out first? So <laughs> keep that in mind when you're watching. That kind of adds a little bit of stuff to it. Also, if you look at the card this Saturday, you have those great matches. But one thing I saw, you know, you got the Isaac Valley flag. We've seen him versus Brad Kelly. Isaac mm-hmm. Valley flag, huge name there. Donald Sanchez, Jeremy Smith. Uh, but I want to talk about, I just saw this last night, bkfc.com. It's on the app as well. Zion. Mm-hmm. Zion's fighting. He's saying it's if back. he doesn't, but he's saying, did you see this? He's saying if he doesn't win, he's done. He's quitting. Really? Yeah, he's, potential he just, retirement he match. He's he doesn't get the w. If he doesn't win. Yep. Hmm. So Zion, I know Zion, Zion watches the show a lot. He usually yeah. watches it live. So Does, shout man. out to Good Zion. Uh, we wish you luck, man. We, we enjoy you. So uh, we want to see you win. So Always go entertaining to watch. Yeah, I don't want to see. Man. I mean, yeah. I'm not supposed to pick who's supposed to win. It's, yeah, I'm supposed to be I like. you just did. I kind of, but I don't want to see a guy leave the organization sure. by it, it losing and leaving mm-hmm. unless he's happy to go back to MMA or whatever. But yeah, maybe let's grab him, man. Let's grab him next week to see what's going through his head, where that came from. Well, we'll find out next week if he's retired. Yeah. He might just say, go to hell. I'm not with you guys anymore. You know what Absolutely. I mean? He might not be with us, so who knows? We'll figure it out. There's a lot of great matches. Uh, a guy that brought a lot of heat last time. He's from New Mexico. He was in New York when he fought. Uh, the Irishman. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Kyle McElroy? Yeah. Um, wow. He's I'm, a wild dude. He, but he's, he's local. So I wonder if he's going to bring a fan contingent. And last time, I mean, he lost, and he was angry. He was yelling at people. He was flipping <laughs> people off. And his body type, wait till you, have you seen him? Completely changed, this guy. 
I mean, his body type is Dude, New Mexico completely is just, different. New Mexico is just like a pinnacle. You know, you got superstars everywhere. You know, you've got the Cowboy Cerrone's, Leonard Garcia's, Garcia's, John Jones, John, you who, name it. By the way, John Bones Jones, I hear he's going to be stopping by the show. Diego Sanchez is supposed really? to be coming by the show. These are all people that want to get involved because, you know, they see. I get your tickets, man. Get your <laughs> right? tickets before they sell out. Well, they're going to be there hanging out. You'll probably bump into them. And they yeah, all that's, see. That's I, awesome, man. They see how we're growing. And I think mm-hmm. they just want to experience and be a part of it. Even if they're not, you know, full time with us, they just want to be mm-hmm. around it from what it sounds like to me. And I don't yeah. blame them because when you see this live, listen, if you're in New Mexico and you see this live, you, it's going to change the way you view combat sports. So get your tickets. You can watch it on the app, but get your tickets. To be there live, you have the chance, and it's our debut in New Mexico. ESPN Radio's got a billboard up about us. ESPN Radio's talking about us there, the affiliate. It's a buzz, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, clear the air. It's four ninety nine a month. If there's 27 live events, you get all of them, all 27. It's crazy. Every month, you're guaranteed a live pay-per-view event for only four ninety nine in Dude. the entire history. Of and I, I want to be really... Uh, I want to be very poignant with that I, because a what lot is that of that I, I, I couldn't I think of a word. School, man. I know. <laughs> I want to be direct. Direct. There you go. I couldn't think of a word. I don't know why poignant came out. <laughs> it just was the word that came and it saved me, so I said it. Uh, the fact that it's not like other apps where you pay X amount of dollars to get the app, then you have to buy the pay per view. They rob yeah. you. They yeah. might as well pull, put a gun to you. Yeah, this is four ninety nine, yep. and then you're in. And matter of fact, we're promoting is four pay per views for four ninety nine mm-hmm. in this flexible. So if you look at it, if you sign up today, you're getting this weekend's fight. You're getting the Thailand yep. fight, and you're getting the fight after that, I believe, too. Uh, three for four ninety nine. You can't beat that. You're not going to find that anywhere. Man. I'm done shilling, but it's not really shilling because I want. I want people, <laughs> dude. It's hard times. I want people to save their money. Well, I, and that's the thing, though. I was reading some of the comments. They're like, "What's the catch? It's only four ninety nine. What's the catch?" Well, the catch is get it now before the price does go up. Because I'll tell you something right now. It will, like any, anything else in life, it's guaranteed that the price of goods and services will go up. So lock in your price now. It's five bucks. Five yeah. bucks a month or get it for a year. Some places you're paying just as much for gas now per gallon. So so that's that's mm-hmm. another great thing because you're getting you're saving your money to go buy yeah. a cup of coffee in the morning where you might not, you know, yeah. get some flame mignon like I've been talking about every week except this week. I got four for 12, not 12 something. I got four for get 14. The Dude, they were good. We have the meats. Where's the beef? I'm Dude, telling you, it's so, at my house. So difficult, man. I've been on this vegan kick for the past uh, probably 14 Vegan. days now. You, man. I got my cholesterol. <laughs> I got my cholesterol levels back, dude. Oh, I gotta go. Yeah, get they were high. So I'm I was like, all right. Too, yeah. So you know, I'm taking a break. You know, I'm gonna get it and blood work done in I another month you, and see what happens. I know the way you love meat, though, Rob. Oh, dude, I could go for some good. I meat. know you could, and I know you're a big fan of it. So I'm shocked that you can do. It. Oh, I was talking to one of our guys, one of our cut men, G, mm-hmm. and he was telling me. I guess he's vegan. He does meat once in a while. He said completely changed. He said if you hold a vial of your blood up. When mm-hmm. you're eating meat and a vial of when you're not eating meat, it's clearer. It's it's. He was saying the benefits, the joints feel better. He feels more alive. Shit, Evan, tell me you're you're well, like listen, an listen, 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 listen. That's such bullshit. Well, listen, everybody says that. You Joey read said the books, it too. But when push comes to shove, I want to see with my own. It may affect me. It may not affect. How do you feel me. so far? I don't feel any different. To be completely honest with you, I don't feel any different. I want to get my blood work done, and then if it doesn't go back down or if things don't change, then, hey, maybe it's, it, it doesn't affect me. Like, everyone's a little bit different, right? Yeah, so yeah. some people really don't want to strict. Oh, dude, I'm <laughs> out there, dude. I'm from another planet. <laughs> they uh, they say that, you know, some people are just on carnival. Carnival. Cor- cor- yeah, we're, man. We're messed today. Hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, hot dogs, carnival. popcorn, Depends corn on what dogs. your ancestors ate. Meats. Yeah, Meats. Let's, Evan has made this point before, and I'd never heard it until Evan told me. All right, Rob. 
Uh, what's your What's your heritage? What do you so from? Irish, Are you Nigerian like Mike Perry? Irish, <laughs> Italian, Lithuanian. All right. What are you the most? Uh, Irish. He's a mutt. You, de- yeah. you descend from people who ate what potatoes and meat. You know, red meat. Supposedly. So that's probably what says but like they, this your... ancestry dna stuff has been so fake wait they did you do that in, no i didn't yeah don't I have all your dude i won't of, either it's, i think it's, it's a bunch of college kids who just yeah the wheel. yeah <laughs> they just you're they related to it. abe lincoln but i talked about i think i talked about this with chris liebman it was and you can yeah you can like trace back to your ancestors kind of where where you come from and how they ate probably, their diet probably and how it affects you, you best. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like um like if you're italian you descend from the more like a mediterranean diet like a fish Ooh. Um, yeah, it just depends on what grew naturally around there. Like yeah. me, like, um, where are you from? Moors. New, New Jersey. <laughs> but no, we're like, New Jersey. Oh God, he eats, who knows no, what he I'm eats. mostly, I'm mostly Sandy Irish. Pizza. Like, I'm mostly Irish. They didn't, you know, bananas don't grow naturally in Ireland. Yeah. So like for the last, whatever thousand years, all my ancestors weren't eating bananas. Me today, if I eat bananas, I kind of get bloated. I could feel like mm. it, it's not right. I think there's some foods that you're predisposed to not be able to eat. Oh, sure. Oh, absolutely, man. I'll tell you what, for me, that was, and I'm not even making fun of it because it didn't taste bad, but I was getting indigestion every time I ate some kind of English food when I was over there. Do I'm you not know, kidding you. Do you, all right, so in in Africa, I, I think it's like Western Africa, Nigeria, sickle cell. Uh, yeah, big deal, yeah. A why why um, the blood is sickle-shaped. It was actually an evolutionary thing due to malaria. Hmm. So people wouldn't die their uh, their cell structure changed for them to be able to not die from malaria. So that's like an adaptation from that area. So with diet, with food, with, I guess, a decent amount of time, you know, that happens, you know, you're able to digest products you wouldn't be able to, and, and now introducing it. So Evan, if you eat like a trillion bananas, maybe your children will have a better job <laughs> of digesting. Maybe. I'll tell you something. I think that what we yeah, do is, sense. We get when we come into these podcasts, we get bare knuckle fighting championship to all, to get us all like yep. lobster, steak, caviar, just to, just to see if it works. We'll do it once a week when we come in for lunch. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea, right? They yeah. can pay for it. It'll be awesome. Yo, everybody, check out right quick. <laughs> everybody, check out ewg.org. What do you, you own can, that? Yeah, no, 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 no. You can throw in, you can throw in, you can throw in your zip code. Are we down? Is what this happened? because what we're talking about? We got technical difficulties. Are we good? Because you don't Hello. care what we have to say. Brian. Who's that idiot on the screen? Hello. 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 Brian. Whoa. Well, anyway, what's up, Lorenzo? Hey, enough with the BS. I've been watching this show 40 minutes, listening to y'all talk about dumb shit. You're supposed to be talking about what's relevant. Talk about the chap. Talk about how I'm about to fight Quentin Henry for the 205 belt. Talk about how I'm going to stuff a tomato in his mouth. Nobody want to hear about no damn bananas. <laughs> what are you thinking about? <laughs> I'm making history every day. I'm promoting. I'm doing the, the tryouts. I'm on the news. It's a lot of shit to talk about. I'm eating goat. I ate his ass after I beat him. I ate Poncho. You guys aren't reporting about what's important. You didn't report. Nobody even said I hope train Mike Perry. Nobody noticed. I didn't even know. That. I didn't you know guys that either. Are doing all this shit, and you guys are pushing these bums around, and you're wasting time promoting bums. There's only one relevant person in BKFC. That's me. Now, if I gotta tell you how to do your job, I might as well take it. I can do that job. Evan, I'm buying a camera for my 40th birthday. I can do your job too. I can come for it. I would love that. Yeah. I, I, come know, on. You know, this is I'll insane. Take the picture. I, I'll do the podcast. I'll do the news. I'll I'll set up the matches. I'll train the fighters. What the fuck? 
There's nothing the champ can't do. No, the the, the juggernaut covered. Juggernaut. I'm about to double world champ. You don't think that was relevant news for today's podcast? You don't think me knocking the beard off of Quentin Henry and making America a great again? You don't think that was relevant for today? For today's podcast? I do think it's relevant. I don't think we got to it yet, though. We're trying to go in the order of things, Chip, and I think that that was going to come up. I was actually going to talk to you about, big fan of what you've been doing, I was going to talk to you about how you sent that video, how I've never seen anybody be able to stand in water for two minutes straight in training and be in water for two minutes straight and then be able to box underwater and come up like nothing was a matter. There's a lot. There's a lot of things that you guys haven't seen. There's a lot of things that I'm bringing to the, to the BKFC that I'm going to continue to bring. We're going to continue to elevate this game. We're no longer watching bum fights. You understand? Focus on the juggernaut. It will pay off in the long run. I'm in a position that nobody wanted to see me in. I willed it into existence from the tryouts to the top and beyond. That's the story that needs to be told. Let, let me, I want to start. How show can come in through the tryouts and become one of the baddest men in the world. How a regular Joe like David Feldman can break into the fight game and become one of the baddest men in the world. Baddest businessman. Come on now. What's the story? Look. Because all that shit is trash. It's trash. Bananas and and Connor Tierney and and, and Quentin Henry with his fucking uh 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 Duck Dynasty look like garbage. Why are we selling these fake personas? Why why are we why are we, what's with the garbage? What's your diet like, Lorenzo? What's that? It's not but it's tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Evan. I needed that. I, the champ was intimidating me. But but I want to ask tomatoes. Look. We have you here now, so forget about tomatoes for a minute. Although every time I am in my tomato garden, I do think of the juggernaut. I'm not kidding you. I really do want to pick the tomatoes to take inside. But I'm going to be very straight with you. Uh, I've been a fan of watching your work. You do have uh, a little bit of a big mouth, but you back it up, and I respect that. Uh, but this is a tough challenge, don't you think, for you, Quentin Henry? I mean, the hero. The fans seem to be behind him. He seems to be uh, one of the best guys you've ever fought, and you're, you're not taking him lightly. I feel like you think you can just run through everybody. What makes you think that? Listen, because I'm not fighting personas. You guys are, are, are you're selling personas. You know, he's has, you know, like I said, he's the Duck Dynasty guy. Have you noticed? Like, I got to fight, you know, the Conor McGregor guy called me out last week. And then the the the, the Cuban, um, um, whatever you want to call him, refugee guy. You know, I got to beat the, all these personas. I'm not selling anything. I'm not selling any weird personas. I'm bringing discipline to the game. Uh, the, the thing with the tomato did more views and got more attention than that amazing five-piece martial art black belt level knockout. Well, now, I understand people like garbage, but when you see the work be done, that's what you need to focus on. We should have him produce the show. We should have him sit in the truck and tell us what to focus on. We'd be better off for it. I, I do believe what? that. <laughs> My, my my tryouts, I, I posted a video. It did 13 million views. I, and I 13 agree. 
13 million and we were going to get to that again we're going in order here man so i wanted to talk a little bit about the trial so, so the I, tryouts are sold out yeah FYI. that's i heard a rumor and that's for what i mean first time that's in that's history true. that's true it hasn't okay. even been promoted by bkfc from my understanding yeah so 100%. that's and that's him. what he's saying so we can't deny and nor would i what you're saying you're getting views you're making things happen the tryout is sold out nobody else can come in now and we barely promoted this is all from lorenzo hunt and by the way, great way of promoting. I saw what you're doing on Instagram. It was awesome. But this Trying to be says, his friend now. <laughs> yeah, I have to. I mean, the guy, I don't want to get beat up. I want to did it to me. All right. I don't want it again. Uh, but really, uh, the trouts are going to be great. And speaking of the fact that you came from trout, you said it earlier, what better guy to run a tryout? And, you know, with your pedigree in the sport. So there's a lot of stuff. I could see why it would sell out. I mean, you weren't shocked it was a sellout, were you? The trouts? Not at all. Because... I'm not interested in, like I said, the personas or the guys who are pushing this fake, this garbage. The people are interested in something real. Um, um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and pay homage to David Feldman. How many doors got closed in his face? How many people didn't believe? How many people didn't understand the genius until now? Now everybody's a fan. Same thing with me. You don't have to believe in me. I believe in me. I know exactly what to do, how to do it, how to get attention. This is how I got to where I am, and I'll continue to do it. I had to hack the show. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I wonder who, who got him on because this is this. I got to tell you, this is a little unprofessional for you just to come on and invade the show like this. That's what I'm trying to say. You hacked in. We, I hacked in. Oh, wow. <laughs> teach me. I'd like to hack in a couple shows that I, I got problems with. Did not have to hack the show. We need to be talking about it. We need to be talking about the first legitimate double world champ. Because I should have had this shot already. I should have had it before Palomino got his. I called it out before Palomino got his. And Palomino's win is questionable at best. At best. Man, you're setting the world on Lorenzo, fire. Lorenzo's coming up to 205. Another knockout. Yeah, you're coming up to 205, well, man. Come on, man. I mean, listen, 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 listen. I, I get it. You're a great, fight. you're a great oh. fighter, but you hopped into a ring. You stole the spotlight. You know, that that's kind of – that's a little lowbrow, wouldn't you say? What? Stole the spotlight. How can I steal something that was already mine? Hector Lombard came after me. I was already the number one contender. I was already supposed to be fighting for the belt. You can't steal something that's yours. I was already supposed to be the champ. You know, Hector Lombard linked his ass in here and stole my title shot. So I stole it back. Don't don't mix up the people. I don't steal nothing. I beat them with these. You take what yours. You understand? Mm -hmm. Same thing with Quentin Henry. He's going down. Same thing with, with, with Joe Riggs. Where did he come from? How did he get a title fight? What did I steal? I didn't steal nothing. I've been here. I've been grinding. I'm nine and one. Yep. There's nobody close. I think that uh, I, I've seen Quentin on there, and I know this wasn't affect you, but I, why do you think it is that he calls you a bully? From the moment, this is over a year in the making, talking to him personally, he says what a bully you are. Why would he call you that? Do you think you're one? Who cares what Quentin Henry thinks? After I beat him, he will no longer exist. It won't even matter what he thinks. Like, it didn't matter what Joe Riggs thought. And it doesn't matter what Hector Lombard thinks. It you doesn't got, matter what they got, think. Got, because when I'm done what I do, everybody, and I mean everybody, shuts up. You got to give Quentin a little bit of credit, though. I mean, his, his jab, his, his recent performance, you got to be a little bit concerned about what he's bringing to the table. Not at all. Let me tell you why. 
Have you ever in my BKFC history seen me hit with a jab? Ah, good point. I've never been jabbed. So he should be concerned that it won't work. Uh, that, could, that should be a deep concern mm-hmm. uh, going into this fight. Well, I mean, look, so it seems to me like you're not that threatened, not that worried about uh, Quentin Henry. That's correct to say, right? Why would I be? I'm going to fight the heavyweight champ of the world. Why would I be concerned about the cruiserweight second, the second ranked cruiserweight in but, the world? But Lorenzo, with all due respect, aren't you looking past him? Isn't that, that, that can be detrimental to your career. I look past everybody. That's how you get where you're going. I'm not focusing on Quentin Henry. Quentin Henry is an afterthought already. Now, now, but the thing, the other thing you said uh, recently was, I think it was after your fight with Joe, you people are going to learn. I am going to go town to town to teach you. Some of these people were sending us messages and saying stuff about you like they, they don't really like your attitude. And they were saying stuff, we don't want them in our town. I mean. You mean the same people who were booing? I didn't want them. They were booing because I beat their, 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 some guy that they put on the pedestal. Bro, I don't care what they think. The show is coming like the circus. So you put all your, 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 you vote for your champion and you do all your Instagram garbage and you put them up there. You put them up there and I'll do my job. And everyone will learn. Just like I said, I'm teaching. You will learn why I am who I am. Nobody gave me nothing. I don't need your vote. I'm a fighter. I fight for money. I don't need you to, to back me, to cheer for me. Boo me. I dare you. I dare you, Louisiana. Boo me. I'll beat his ass even worse. Well, I don't I don't know if that's a, a winning game plan for I dare for you to fans. boo me. Rob doesn't Go agree. Go ahead and boo me. Like Miami booed me against Hector. Go ahead and boo me. Like that bothers me. Chat, let me hear you say, Henry, 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 and get him beat up even worse. Rob doesn't think that's a winning game plan. He's been saying that off the air numerous times about the well, way you Rob act. Rob has never been on my side. Oh, Rob has never been on I've my got, side. I've, I've been watching you, Rob. You were against me with Hector. You didn't believe I didn't knock him out on purpose. Watch the video. My dad said, don't knock him out. Play with him. I, I watched your show. You never believed. You don't believe in me, Rob. I don't believe in you either. <laughs> Whoa. I'm okay. <laughs> Because I don't need you to believe in me to my job. As you can see, how many times have you been wrong? If you have betted on Hector, if you bet on Joe Riggs, you should be homeless now. When I come to the fight, you should ask me for a dollar. Because if you keep betting against me, eventually you will be homeless. I agree with that. And, and I think that, Rob, I think you, you owe him somewhat of an apology, either in person or right now, because you have been. I'll be, look, I've never taken away. Oh, listen, I've never sorry, taken, I, 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 I never taken away sorry, any champ. credit for what say he's it. done. I just think some of the things have been inappropriate hopping into the ring. Come on. And I did have Hector. I thought Hector had more experience and would have won the fight. So I am 100% wrong. Say sorry, you champ. Thought. You thought. You thought you knew you were wrong. And that's the thing. You can think whatever you want to think. But I have a mission. I have a plan. I have a goal. And you will continue to think that it's arrogance, but it's not. It's confidence. You will continue to think that I'm crazy. Right. I don't care what you think. We can as agree, long we can as agree at to the disagree. end of the day, they raise my hand 
and strap another one around me. And you can just continue to keep being wrong keep and, chips and try to keep my behavior like I'm some sort of politician. I'm not a politician. I'm not a role model. I'm not a school teacher. I'm a fighter. But don't you think you have a, don't you think you should have? Paid. I don't say things correctly. I don't have to do that. I have to beat people up for money. Okay. Rob, have you ever beat so somebody up for money? So it's your job no. to be uh, 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 nice. I don't have to be nice. No, you don't. I agree with that, Lorenzo. And I think Rob's completely out of line a lot of the time when he says stuff like that. And, I, you know, and I'm glad you didn't hear what he said when the mics weren't on because it's ridiculous. When it comes to you, I feel like you have a vendetta against. Lander. I 100% do not. There's just certain, sorry, Chip. Listen, I think I, I, I think a fighter should carry themselves in a certain fashion. That's just my opinion on it. I don't like how he carries himself outside of the ring. There's certain that you know certain things and that is just inappropriate. And what makes you an expert on how a fighter should carry himself? What is your degree? Because I'm gonna tell you what makes me an expert on how you deal with a crowd full of people. Who, who, who spewing nasty stuff at you. I'm going to tell you how you deal with people who would cheat you out of what's rightfully yours. How's that? I'll tell you how you deal with tell people them, who think they know you are, tell but them. they know nothing about you. An evidence to get. You beat their ass and you prove them wrong. And I don't have to be nice to do that. You have to be nice. Preachers, politicians, school teachers, they have to be nice. People who work at McDonald's service with a smile. I don't have to smile. I'll beat I think Rob ass. actually used to work at McDonald's. Yeah, so I, I agree. I think Rob should work at McDonald's sometimes. I have. Thank no, you. That's not a bad thing. So Rob worked him. So why don't you have a little more, more respect for the champion? Politician. I don't have to kiss the babies and get voted in the office. I have to wake up at 5 a.m. every day. I've ran more miles than you drove to work. Already this morning. I don't have to kiss babies. I don't have to kiss ass. You can't tell me how a champion should, 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 should hold himself. You're not a champion. Most of you have was the You're not a fighter. Champion. You're not. It's true. I'm not either, Lorenzo. I try to give you guys the most respect in the world with everything you guys do. Uh, our job is to analyze, and uh, we enjoy watching you fight. I just, you know, Rob, I, I'm sorry to put you on Main Street here, but I had to sure. take it a task for this. I, the, the things you've said, I, and he, I, knew I, he I would have, I would have had a little bit more ammunition if I known that we were going to go. Uh, <laughs> if this was going to be uh, happening today, but you know, I'm kind of a little off the cuff. Um, I look forward to Quentin Henry uh, knocking you out. Of course you oh. do, and you're wrong again. And one day I'll pull up and you'll say, excuse me, sir, can I have a dollar? And I'll say, get the fuck away from my car. <laughs> you don't need to laugh. You should really do that, Tim. Can we pay you to come in and knock out Rob as well before your fight with uh, Quentin? Can we do that? They're playing us out. It's all good. There's the music, Lorenzo. Parting words, quick, go. I am the best in the world. And I'm going to continue to teach you people, you non-believers, you people of little faith why I'm the champ. All right, we're looking forward to it. Coming up, uh, we're going to be rolling through Louisiana. Of course, that goes down October 1st. It's a Saturday night, bkfc.com. But right here and now, Lorenzo, I thank you for joining us, but we didn't invite you. You just showed up, but it was good to talk to you. And uh, he looks angry. So let's just close the show out and know that Albuquerque is coming this Saturday, bkfc.com. If you're there, if you're in Albuquerque, 
Get your tickets. It's going to be awesome. Top-notch fights. Women fight on top. You got John Dotson there debuting against Ryan Benoit, who's also debuting. We're excited. Rob's looking at me like he's going to kill us for having him just come on, Lorenzo. So thank you. We'll see you next week. Champ, nice talking to you. Cheers. I didn't look happy. All right, let's just get out of this, man. This is too much today. I'm done. Welcome to the new BKFC app. Watch every live Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship pay-per-view event for only $4.99 per month. Enjoy our all-new library of content, including unlimited access to the full library of BKFC pay-per-views, behind-the-scenes access, exclusive BKFC original series, and additional live Bare Knuckle fights from around the globe. You can access it anywhere you want, anytime you want, instantly on most streaming devices. It's all available right now on the new BKFC app. All here for only $4.99 a month. Knuckle up with the new BKFC app. Still only $4.99 a month. Taylor, you say you're not scared, then sign the dotted line.